0: Comics, movies, music, video games, technology,
1: Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. This episode of Tales from the Attic is brought to you by Action Lab Entertainment presenting the Action Lab Signature Series, its next line of books available for pre-order this December. The Action Lab Signature Series is dedicated to showcasing the very best up-and-coming talent. These limited edition releases are hand-signed and numbered by the creators, and the Signature Series will offer an ever-expanding catalog of genre-spanning titles that are guaranteed to thrill and entertain independent and mainstream fans alike. The three Signature Series books that are available for order are as follows. Monsters Are Just Like Us, a storybook art book written and drawn by Super Ugly, Space Time Condominium Season 1, trade paperback written and drawn by Dave DeWatch, and the original graphic novel xo one and the Rock Solid Steelbots, written by Sean Pryor and Adam Bezignotti, and drawn by Daniel J. Logan. Each Signature Series book is signed, numbered, and limited to 500 copies. Make sure to pre-order your copy at your local comic retailer or online comic shop this December. The Action Lab Signature Series, Independent Creators, Instant Classics, Instantly Collectible. For more information, go to www.actionlabcomics.com.
0: To another exciting adventure of
2: Merry Christmas!
0: What? I- what? Get-, get off my lawn! That's right. It must be time for Tales from the Attic. Christmas Craptacula, Volume 2. Number 2. And we're going to go with Uncanny X-Men 3. 65. <laughs> it's the X Mansion. And it's snowing on the ground. There's snow, and it's snowing, and there's stuff. And there's a little bunny sticking his head out of the snow. And it says, 'Twas the night before Christmas. And all through the house, not a creature was stirring.' And it goes to a window with a candle lit in it next to a curtain, which isn't a smart idea. And then the wind blows the candle out. And it says, not a creature was stirring unless Peter, Peter. And it shows Peter Rasputin laying in his bed. And he's going, what? And he wakes up, and he's in a wife beater and striped boxer shorts. Weird. Um, And he's all, what? And the light is going, remember me? And there's a light around his bed, and he's all... I don't know what that means. Is that Apache? What is that? Knuckle piece. Is it Thai? Is that on the Thai menu? Um, he's Russian. Yeah. Um, so he goes, and then the narrative box says, unless you consider the uninvited poltergeist in Peter Rasputin's room at the Xavier Institute a creature. Oh my God, there's a Poltergeist? they're here duh oh my god so he instantly changes into his, his metal mutant steel form and he becomes Colossus and the voice says remember me Peter remember me and he goes but I do not know you. you you are her The woman from my drawings this is getting weird and he follows the light out into the hallway and then and then uh he's all come back i have not seen your face how am i to remember you how am i supposed to complete your image if i don't know who or what and he runs up he's following the light up the stairs and then i think he's in storm's room but i'm not sure but it kind of looks like he's in an attic now but it's not storm's room it looks like a bunch of junk in there and he goes who are you and he's all remember peter and then peter peter and he's all eh canadian now and storm's in there and she's like i heard noises from my bedroom and feared we might have a rodent problem raccoons or something until i realized the rodents would have have to weigh several hundred pounds to make such sounds and then i feared there was an intruder and Colossus is like, there was, there was a ghostly woman and she woke me and led me here. And, he's, and she's all, she? He goes, yes, a phantom woman. I, I had been drawing before I went to bed. She told me to remember and then led me here to, she made the boxes float and dance like magic. She, and uh, Storm's all like, well, perhaps you're having a nightmare. And he's all, no. She was here, Storm. I saw her. I know I did. And, uh, so then she's all like, well, there's no shame in troubled slumber and a sleepwalking vision, Peter. I often dream that. And he's all, no, she was real. Come to my room. I'll show you the drawing. And then moments later, they're down into his room, and he's all, see? It's, it's, but there's like, you can't really even see the picture. And, and Storm's all like, yeah, very frightening. I could see how you were concerned. He's, this isn't my drawing. Someone took my originals. The original canvas, someone took it. You must believe me. And she goes, I believe you, Peter, that you saw something. I also believe that I saw you drinking a double espresso from the Salem Center coffee bean. Coupons available. Daily specials. I don't know why that all of a sudden that was a... Uh, That was a commercial for the, uh, what he meant to say was, because I forgot to do this at the top of the hour was, I saw you drink a double espresso from instocktrades.com where you can get 30, 45, all the way up to 80% off trade paperbacks and hardcovers, manga, you name it, OGNs. It's perfect for the geek in your holiday shopping list. So that's InStockTrades.com. I use them myself, and I can vouch for them. Back to the story. And so basically she's saying that, like, um, you know, he drank a lot of coffee. And then she, then she patronizes him, and she's all like, Well, sleep well, Peter. You know, Don't hesitate to call me should your phantom return. Mm-hmm. And he's all he's confused. He doesn't know what's going on. He's like, I, w- Huh? Good night. Aurora." And he's thinking, Could it be? My imagination running wild? It has been a time of stress. Returning to the X-Mansion. Becoming an X-Man once more. Perhaps I am haunted by the only ghost of my own past in this place. I don't e- What? Perhaps I am haunted by the only ghost of my own past in this place. All right, if you figure that out, drop me a line. Although that does not explain the drawing of the faceless woman. I know I did not dream that. And it could have not, not simply disappeared. He turns the Spock. He's like, that is not logical. But then neither is chasing a ghost through the attic. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Still, what I created once, I could create again. And so he starts to draw, and then there's a smash. And he's all, something's outside. So he turns into Colossus again. And there's lights and noises outside and whatnot. So he's trudging through the snow. I don't see the rabbit. Maybe it left. And, uh you know, Storm didn't believe me, but I know I'm not imagining things. One would think after all our years is X-Men together. After all we've been through and seen, she would not be so quick to doubt that dark forces could be loose on our grounds. And and then all of a sudden, there's a bone claw on his face. It's Wolverine. He says, What you doing here this time of night, Petey? He goes, I could ask the same thing of you, Wolverine. He goes, How quickly I forget. They forget. I forgot. We all forgot. How quickly they forget, he says. (laughs) I moved out here. When I gave you my room, remember? Now back to, he goes, I heard noises I came to see. He goes, Blame me. I was throwing a little party. Since you're up, why don't you come on in? And all of a sudden, they open up the uh, the door. and It's a little log cabin. Wolverine built for himself on Xavier's mansion. Grounds. Xavier he didn't build the cabin on, because that'd be weird. He built it on the grounds. So here we go. Who's in there but Gambit? Gambit and Puck, Puck from Alpha Flight. So Klaus says, "Well, how are you, Puck? Surprised to see you here?" And he goes, "Not surprised as the border patrol would be, eh?" He just snuck across and he went, he went to go see uh, Wolverine, their old buddies, old pals. And uh, he's, you know, Puck says, "Hey, you're looking a little shaky there, buddy. You'd you got women problems?" And he goes, "You might say that." I saw a ghost earlier. A female creature of light and ice. And then... Gambit's thinking to himself, he's like, Ghost woman? No. Can't be. She swore that if I stayed with her, she'd leave the others alone. I don't know what that means. And, uh, so now he's asking him questions. He's like, she'll wrap around you like swell of smoke? And classes all know. And, uh... He said say she was in love with you and that you best love her back. Claus is like no. And he says good. He says why you ask? And he says no reason. No he didn't say it. Oh Wolverine did he says why you asking Le B? Remind you of someone you know? He says nope. And he said then where are you going in such a hurry? It's he said, Three's Company, Four's a Crowd. Oh, I'm sorry. Three's Company with Jack Tlipp pair Four's a crowd was a bad spin-off. Besides, I've got some business to attend. And it says, just see what that business is. Pick up Gambit number one on sale in just three weeks. Three weeks. And, and, and Wolverine's like, he's got business at 3 a.m.? Sounds fishy. I'm going to follow up on him. Wait here and have yourself a brew, Petey. It's all the holiday cheer you'll be getting from me. I don't do Christmas. And he's like, "No, I should go back. Uh, I should go back and allow me to follow Gambit." He says, "You sure?" He goes, "Yeah. Believe me, the correct statement is two is company, three is a crowd." I don't, I don't remember that show. Um, he says, "Perhaps." Colossus thinking to himself, he goes, "Perhaps." coming back here, just, I don't know, the vision is starting to remind me uh, what this road being an X-Men has led me during my last day, falling under Magneto's sway, joining the Acolytes and even, and all of a sudden the disembodied voice comes out and says, Peter, Peter, and he's like, not again, and, she, and the voice is all, why are you outside, and a tank top and box of shorts you're gonna catch a cold he's like why are you in my room what do you want from me and then the candle lights back on the fire lights on fire next to the drapes which isn't a good idea and he said I told you Peter I want you to remember me and he's getting mad now he's stomping up the stairs, he's like... And he's still in this Colossus form, but not a stair break, so good on you, Carpenter of X-Mansion. He's like, I will not be a victim of my own insecurities. I've returned to the school and my place in the X-Men because I felt in my heart I should. I will not be swayed by you. Do you hear me, Phantasm? Whatever it is you want me to remember. I did a walk and pause there, it was pretty cool. And you would be well advised to tell me directly or or and he slams open the door of his room and he goes to his drawing table and he looks and he goes my drawing it returned but what is this and then there's like this there's a drawing of a woman with her back turned and she's leaning with her head over one side but you can't make out her face and there's this big poem about an ice princess and once upon a time and the lands to the east, lived an ice princess, and uh, she was heir to the wind and the snow and thought to be most beautiful girl in her empire until she lost her face. What? Her piercing silver eyes, her graceful arching brow, her delicate scarlet lips, all gone with the rise of the morning moon. What? The moon doesn't come out in the morning. Where is this? But where could it be? She shrieked. A girl without a face is a monster. And the the king of crickets has it, answered a voice that floated on the frozen air. But as the ice princess glanced about, there was no other mouth around, and she was completely alone. And then Colossus turns back into his regular form, and he's like, this writing is not of my hand. And he says, yet the story speaks to the mystery surrounding me this night. And he says, is, is this what I'm going to remember? Some childhood folktale of my Russian youth? Apparently the moon rises in the morning in Mother Russia. Ha! <laughs> it's no story I know. Oh, so he doesn't know this story. And the candle's burning down. And he goes, but it does suggest another image. So he starts drawing, and the candle's burning down, and the candle goes out, and the disembodied voice comes out and says, Remember! He's like, wait, come back. And so no, I remember. And he's like, Remember what? So, remember to brush your teeth. You went to bed without brushing your teeth. And that's how you, that's how it happened. So he gets up and he goes, Wait, come back, and he starts chasing the disembodied voice, which is weird. And the picture he drew was there. And he goes, I have found your story, but I do not understand. Wait, and then he's going and then all of a sudden the picture disappears and he's running. Now the light is green and he's chasing it, and he's like if I'm not imagining you, if I'm not imagining you, stop and tell me who you are. Are you the Ice Princess? Is it your face you seek? Because <laughs> I have an extra one in my back pocket. I save one just in case. He goes, "Please tell me what you want." He didn't say any of that about the face in the And he goes, "This is impossible. She passes through walls if she were." <gasps> and who does he bump into? Kitty. And she's all, "Peter, oh my gosh, you scared me. What's wrong?" nothing I was looking for uh, crickets she's like uh, that's a likely story so mister I'm going to bed early couldn't sleep too excited for all your Christmas presents shouldn't say that and uh, he goes what do I have to be excited for I feel as if I've been asleep and I am still asleep now I am seeing things kitty visions and she's all not to be rude but if you're gonna continue this conversation could we do it in the living room because Kirk could be back in any minute And he's all back. It's nearly three in the morning. Where is Kurt? And why are you still awake? And Why would you move all the furniture? What's going on? Something's not right here. And she goes, I'll second that. But sleepwalking, visions, paranoia? I think he got in a last year's Marvel team-up cocaine ring. That's what it sounds like to me. Colossus is hitting a bit of the old cocaine. A little bit of the old, he, he's playing in snow, but not the one the rabbit was in outside the uh, the X mansion there, if you know what I'm saying. Alright, don't do it, Peter. It's a bad path. Just cut. Co- alright. Maybe, I, nothing like that is going on, I guess. I don't know. He's paranoid. He's delusional. He's up all night. Huh? He's having visions. You tell me. I've been around the block. I've seen things all i'm saying i've seen things in the marvel universe and she says sounds like nothing a few hours of slumber shouldn't cure for you mr rasputin now all of a sudden they're formal and he goes it's not i who is delusional it's and we got a page break and you hear me knock over a thing of tape and then bamf nightcrawler comes in and he's singing oh tannenbaum oh tannenbaum how stolen are your branches? Is that how that song goes? I never really listened to it. Yeah, he's scared. He's all, ah, Nightcrawler. And he goes, well, not so much a stolen as rescued. Unsold, this tree has been placed on the dumpster at the Salem Center Market, so I have liberated it. And he says, Peter, you are as white as a ghost. Do not be afraid. It is not the attack of the Triffids. Kitty, I simply decided that we should not let the X-Men have a year without the Christmas. And then Colossus is all like, Christmas? But Kitty, you're Jewish. You do not celebrate Christmas. Well, there you go. Well, thanks, Colossus. Uh, you know... It's Christmas time. She's the only Jewish person in the house. She just pointed it out, and now it's it's out there. She was just gonna kind of celebrate it with her friends and what what's going on, and, and just you know. But now you got to throw it in her face that you know that's not even your holiday. What are you even doing here with your Christmas trees and your German, your German fuzzy elf? <laughs> she's all. So she gets all like, I would be too. She's all, yeah, you know what? I don't celebrate it as a religious holiday, but I still enjoy the festivities. I like the decorations and the songs and the presents. Besides, you're the one who's all acting like Freaky Friday, which got you all spooked. And then he goes back into the woman that he drew with the face and the light and the, and the teeth and the ghostly disembodied voice. And uh, and uh, Nightcrawler just looks at him and he says, you should really stop drinking so much coffee, my friend! And then Kate, uh, Kitty's all like, yeah, or at least switch to decaf. And you go, that is, Colossus gets all mad, he goes, that's the second time I heard this crap tonight, so you will, you, so I will take my leave, good night to you both. I said good night. And, uh, Nightcrawler's all Good night, Peter. So what are we going to decorate the tree with? And then uh, Kitty's all like, Rogue, 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 has some ribbon in her room. But she's snoring up a storm. <laughs> Is she really? Because that'd be... Anyway, and I wouldn't want to wake her. And he goes, I could quickly teleport in without her noticing. That's the Germans for you. What? Oh my god, where'd that come from? And she's all in stink up the joint subtle But I think she'd notice. How about? Do you think when um Nightcrawler teleports and the Banff comes up it's like the smell of brimstone and sauerkraut? What? Oh Donnie it's Christmas. Let your German president just, just go for Christmas. It's not WW two the big one. So now Colossus it's just he doesn't know what the hell's going on. He's like, I don't know. Am I nuts? Did someone not put sugar in my coffee? Did they put the the stuff that Spidey stopped last Christmas in my coffee? And he and he's and all of a sudden there's a voice coming from the room and it says, I remember you and he's all the voice. Delight And he slams open the door. He goes, stop this torment. I know you're in here. And it's Professor X having a cup of joe at three in the morning sitting behind his desk. He says, well, yeah, Peter, I am. Uh, though uh, how the presence of the school's headmaster and his own office should be construed as torment to you is not readily ev- Evident. He's all, Professor Xavier? And he goes, you look troubled. This must be a night for being ill at ease. Would you like some tea? He's all, no thanks. He goes, people are already telling me I'm over-caffeinated tonight. And uh, so, you know, Professor X is all like, so what's got you so agitated? And he's all, I got ghost troubles. Ghost troubles. You know, your old usual song and dance. Credit card bills due, Rent's due ghost troubles. You know, the usual thing that keeps you awake. He's all on Christmas Eve how Dick, Dickens Ian. Dickens Ian. That's in here. I'm not making that up. But I can sympathize you. I'm doing the same. And he's like, you have ghosts too? And he goes, every year about on this day, about this time, I make a point of seeing them. All those who have fallen under my grace. And there's a picture of... Uh, oh, what's his face? Thunderbird. And then there's a guy who looks like Banshee, but at this time, I don't think Banshee's dead at this time. So I don't know who that dude is. And then he then there's a picture of the changeling from way back in X-Men. Like I, don't, I think it's like... Is it 40-something? Something like that. Oh, maybe that other dude's Mimic. Because he was supposed to be dead around this time, too. It's not bad, though, Chuck. Since 1963, you only lost three. It's not bad. So then he's, you know, he's feeling sorry for himself. And he says, you know, I look at their photographs. I reread their files. I remember them. I keep their spirits alive in my mind. So many of my students turn out like you, Peter. Strong, kind, noble. They're those I can't reach those I can't protect from harm so basically he's just being a sad sack on Christmas Eve and uh, so he's asking Professor X he says do you believe that spirits can return from the grave and he says not without costs please sit I find this conversation strangely stimulating and he says sorry Professor I think I'm going to go back to my room I have a drawing to finish and Professor X is like alright fine dick leave he didn't say that He says, as you wish, good night. And so he goes and he grabs a banana, because that's what you do when you're, you know, there's a poltergeist bothering you, telling you to remember shit, stealing your drawings. You grab some fruit, have some fun. And, uh, you know, he goes, I think of the professor so many different, different ways, a leader, a teacher, a mentor, a father. And he goes, and he's talking all this stuff, and then he goes back into his room, and he goes, surprises, by Lennon's beard again. How could it be? And then there's like this big drawing which he never drew, with a girl in the front with no face, and there's a story about the cricket. Uh, Why have you come before me? Chirped the cricket king of crickets. And the ice pr- princess thought, "I want my face back." And a little vo- and a little voice told me you took it, but with no mouth to speak and no voice to sound, she could only say. <laughs> no, she couldn't. Let's get it. She couldn't say that at all. She moved her arms and waved her hands and shrugged her shoulders. I don't know what you mean, said the king. And the princess felt like crying, but with no eyes she couldn't. How does she breathe? She's got no nose and no mouth. How is she even alive? Upset, the ice princess began to walk away. You know, called the king of crickets. This would be much easier if you had a face. Perhaps I can give you one of mine. And the ice princess stopped still her frozen heart raced she turned back to his highness and thought of a smile and then we go back and peter's drawn again like a fool and he's like hear me spirits i will not sleep this night i will stay awake the rest of eternity if that's what it will take to get to the bottom of this mystery here is another image of your so-called ice princess now upon you a call to write before my eyes, and then we'll see who's crazy. So he's like he's like alright, I draw a picture, you write a poem, but you don't do it in front of me, so I want to see what's going on. Right? So then the voice comes and says
2: Peter
0: And the light is green, it's all around him. It says You have answered my call. You wish to tell me your story? Here's a new portrait for you to deface. Well, have at it. And she's all, and the voice is all, remember. And he's all, remember who? The only person you resemble is, is. And the light's all, and it's starting to take a form. It's all, remember. And he's all, Ileana, my sister. And the lights follow him, and he goes back up into the attic. And he goes, again, we travel into the attic. You lead me as if it's some kind of mission. What then? What is it you wish me to find? What am I to remember on this of all nights? What evil demon would take the shape of my departed sister only to lead me to a teleportation ring? A what? And then there's Eliana sitting on a box with a magic teleportation ring around uh, over by Colossus. And she says, you know what? It's magic, Peter. Or should I say magic with a K? She doesn't say with a K, but I'm telling you with a K, because you're not reading this. Unless you are reading this, then you know that. So, there. And uh, she said, listen, I I never could tell if you were being melodramatic or if it was just your accent when you spoke English. I thought you would never remember the disc. I'm mystically bound to this spot. It was bad enough you left the mansion or worse that you'd come back and try not to think, try and reach me through this portal and she says, but my sister you are dead and at this point she was dead in the Marvel Universe and she goes, I know, dead and stuck, that's why I've come to you, it's hard getting myself to appear fully but I knew that I could be a lot more stable in this limbo if I could get you here and he's all, oh I missed you you're my sister and I miss you and then she's all and I you but I'm not really here I'm also not a demon I'm more of a memory all alone in the moonlight and he's all why why have you come back she's because I want you to Ah! she starts yelling and he's all what what is wrong tell me how I can help you and she goes I need you to do something for me, Peter, but the powers in charge won't let me tell you what it is. I have to play by their rules. Oh, they're going to play charades, I like charades. I have one chance to have a, a loved one complete the task—a task for me—and I can only tell you one word, and the word I choose is "remember." And she goes, but I, he, he says, "But I do remember you every day. You're my sister. It just, you must tell me more. Tell me more. Anything." And he's all, and she's all. I can't, but if I, street, if I speak directly about it, I lose my chance to move on. It's up to you, Peter. I can't hold on to this place any longer. And then the lights are all over, and then she's lights again, and he's all, uh, he's yelling. He's like, show me your tormentors. I'll defeat to any creature that can harm my sister's body or soul with a life or the one after and and uh, my containment doesn't require the strength of body it requires the strength of heart that's the way it works for us us spirits you have to figure it out for yourself get the picture he's all get the picture and then he says something in Russian that translates forgive me it's all my fault and then he runs into one of the boxes and uh, some of his stuff were delivered from Muir Island And he packed them, and and, uh, he didn't open every box, so he's going through, and he's in it, and then he found a picture of his sister in the exact position that the first picture was that he drew, but without a face. And she says, exactly, Peter. Remember me, that's all I wanted. So it was with you who has been writing, so Peter's all like, so it was you who was writing the Ice Princess story on my drawings, Ileana, Try to make me think of this photograph. And she said, "Don't be silly. Ghosts can't write." Goodbye, my brother. I'll always be with you. And he says, "And I, you." But then, who did it? I may not know who is giving story to my art, snowflake, but I think I do know where the face of the ice princess was lost, and what her portrait was missing. So he sits down at the drawing board, and in the box, as it says, "Twas the night before Christmas." and he's sketching, and all through the house, not a the creature was stirring, and he's sleeping now, with his picture of his sister, though some people, were still about, and someone is in the room, and they grab, and they grab the, uh, the picture, and he, and then all of a sudden, someone's saying, Peter, he's go, huh, we're tired of waiting. Come downstairs already. And he's like, "Okay, I'm coming, just a moment." And then, uh, though all the X-Men are gathered around the Christmas tree and there's presents, and people are in their PJs, and Night um, Nightcrawler is all still decorating the tree. And he's like, "Ah, he is finally here!" I said, "Presents for properly at 6. No, he didn't say that and then uh, Kitty's all like Merry Christmas Sleepyhead or no that was Rogue he said Merry Christmas Sleepyhead and he's like thank you Rogue and to all of you as well I have some gifts for you my paintings and they were not purchased but they are of me I would like each of you to choose one that suits you and then uh, Marrow who was a member of the X-Men at this time says wait me first I got something f- for for you that I did well we did I can't draw but I want to say thanks for drawing me that cool picture that you did of me so I decided I would collaborate and open it and he says thank you I we make a good team don't we so it was her who was taking it and then it's the rest of this story the king of crickets and it's a big picture of the X-Men all around in Colossus got Eliana on the uh, on his shoulder and uh, it says the king of crickets checked his va- vast bounty, and inside he saw the most beautiful face of all. It was the face of the f- fitting, to befitting a princess, he said as he placed it on the icy young girl's head. As her face sparkled and came alive, once more tears melted from her eyes, and she c- exclaimed, That's because I am a pr- princess, you bonehead bug. Wow. Way to be thankful. That the guy gave you. The ice princess was happy at last. She called everyone she knew around her, and they celebrated the one thing that mattered more than having a pretty face having friends who were more like family. And then she wrote, P.S., I do not look like this, Marrow. And she has a drawing Peter made of her. And everybody had a Merry Christmas. That was the weirdest freaking Christmas story I've ever heard in my life. Wow. Wow. But a lot different than last year's from Marvel. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you guys are having fun out there in the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. And your are elbowing grandmas to get that last doll and pile driving the guy next to you to get that last toy that your kid wanted. You know, the true spirit of Christmas. <laughs> but please, to help with your holiday shopping, you don't even have to leave your house. Go visit my sponsor, InStockTrades.com. You could get, like I said, anywhere between 35 to 80% off trade paperbacks, hardcovers, manga, and original graphic novels. Please check them out. You know, uh, tell them that Tales from the Attic sent you. And I'll talk to you uh, next week. Won't I? Oh, yes, I will. Ta ta! <laughs>